Welcome to the show, Fairways in Finance. My name is Jeff Smith. I've been in the mortgage business for 16 years, top quarter percent LO nationwide. And you know, this podcast, we want to talk about your finances, how to grow and accumulate wealth and all things related to the mortgage industry. But we're golf lovers here as well. So we're going to work in some golf. Don't worry for my golf lovers out there. We got you. And I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Jeff Smith, Fairways and Finance podcast, coming at you with another episode. Really excited to be here and talk to you today. And you know what I want to talk about today is for all my loan officers out there who are working on building their business and trying to establish a, a purchase business, which is the key to surviving in this industry, how do you make relationships with real estate agents and then maintain those relationships to ultimately grow your business and, and expand the amount of purchase business you're doing. And so, so I want to dive in some of the strategies that I use for that and, and how I think you can structure that. And for me, what's worked best, um, because, you know, real estate agents, um, are an incredible referral partner for loan officers. Um, it, just the reality of a purchase transaction the real estate agent is you know what i call the quarterback of the transaction so when when someone is buying a home or selling a home the realtor is the one who is with them uh, in all facets of that transaction and oftentimes the real estate agent is the one who is recommending other providers for their client to work with a home inspector a mortgage company, a title company, uh, insurance, interior designers, plumbers, electricians, all that stuff. And, you know, and so the, the realtor is the quarterback of that entire transaction for their client. They're at the center. They're bringing in a team to help close that transaction because there's so many different uh, elements of a home, different elements of a, a purchase transaction when someone buys a home or sells a home. There's just a lot of people that are involved with housing. You know, housing is the lifeblood of our economy. Housing is uh, employs millions of people across the, the U.S. because of all that goes into building a home. And because of that, the realtor has to know all different types of tradespeople to help their clients have a great experience in a, in a buy or sell transaction. And so for us as loan officers, getting to know real estate agents, building relationships with them, building and earning their trust is a phenomenal way to build your business. It's not the only way to do business as a loan officer. You can buy leads. You can sit in a bank and get referrals from a bank branch you can work for a, you know, a company like Rocket Mortgage and, and sit in a call center. But if you want to be self-employed, running your own show, building a book of business, I personally think working with real estate agents is the primary focus that you need to have um, because of their capacity to refer and because of the fact that clients look to their their real estate agent for referrals uh, to these people. Mo most consumers know of mortgage companies, but it, it's kind of interesting how um, a lot of consumers don't necessarily have a um, preferred loan officer that they work with. Or you know what also happens a lot is that 
yeah, this is a really tough business, right? And it's tough to get a loan and it requires a lot of paperwork. And so I think oftentimes clients have a bad experience with their loan officer, with the mortgage company. And so they might know someone, they might do one deal with them. And then the next time they go to buy, they're asking their realtor, Hey, that didn't go well with the loan officer I used last time. Who else do you recommend? So that's why I think you need to be in front of real estate agents as your primary target for growing your business as a loan officer, growing purchase business. So let's talk about how do we network with real estate agents and make relationships and then stay in front of real estate agents going forward from there. So how to meet real estate agents. There's tons of real estate agents in, in every market. You know, there's tons of loan officers in every market. It's a huge industry. So most people in your sphere know someone who's a real estate agent. So I think if you're getting into the business or if you're trying to build realtor referrals and relationships, the first place to start is to get that wedding list of every single person that you know, write down a list of every person that you have a relationship with in your marketplace, call through that list and ask them, who do they know who's a real estate agent? Just tell them, hey, I'm looking to grow my business and I want to meet more realtors and I would love to get an introduction to any real estate agents that you know. And now, you know, not only like, are you getting a referral to a realtor, but now you're talking to someone about mortgage financing and you're going to be really surprised how many people you call to get a referral for a realtor who also say, Hey, actually, you know what? I'm glad you called because we're thinking about buying a house or we're thinking about refinancing or whatever. Those conversations are going to happen. So first start with a wedding list, call every single person, you know, in your marketplace and ask them to give you a warm introduction to any real estate agent. Say, no, that's going to give you a much better chance of getting a meeting with the realtor when you call them, because now you have a warm introduction to that real estate agent. So that, that's one. Uh, visiting open houses. So on the weekends, that's when you see the most open houses. I just jump in my car, uh, throw some business cards in there and start driving around. And when I see the open house signs, I run in and I like to make it more just casual of like, hey, I was just in the area and thought I'd swing in and say, hi, my name is Jeff Smith, Tiger Home Loans. Start up a little conversation, five, 10 minutes in the house. Don't stay in there for a long time and just feel them out too. Like if they seem to be really engaged with you, I'd stay a little longer. If they're not loving it, then I'd, I'd keep it on the shorter end. If you felt like you had a good connection with them, then the next step is to ask for a face-to-face -face meeting. You know, so I'd plant that seed in that in that um, visit to the open house. Hey, I'm going to be giving you a call. I'd love to get together for coffee. Okay, so open houses, events. So teaching a lunch and learn uh, to real estate agents could be over Zoom, could be in person. You could partner with a title company to do a lunch and learn so they could bring in an instructor like a social media guru or, or it could be a CE class. Realtors have to do continuing education every year. You could partner with, with a title company. You guys each market to your, your database and try and fill up a room that way. Um, it could be going to realtor association events. So like a home tour, uh, CE classes at the realtor associations do a lot of them do like happy hours and networking happy hours, those kinds of things, attending one of those, 
Um, an event could be like just a general business networking event, like a chamber of commerce or other um, networking events or, and or groups that you can be a part of. Uh, because in those groups, realtors are going to tend to go to those because they're also trying to meet more people. Um, so any kind of event like that where you can meet realtors, those are great, pl that, those are great places to be and to, to spend time. And then you've got good old-fashioned cold calling. Oh, we love cold calling. Cold calling is never fun. Um, nobody likes to do it. You're going to get rejected a ton, and you're going to have people hang up on you and, and yell at you and all this kind of stuff. But I've, over the years, averaged 20 phone calls to get one yes on a coffee meeting. So out of those 20 phone calls, one realtor is going to, or 10 realtors approximately are going to answer. And out of those 10 who answer, I'm going to get one to say yes to meeting me for coffee. So just straight cold calling can be a good way to get meetings with realtors as well. Now you can combine some of those things too. If you, if you're going to cold call, a great way to cold call is to cold call inviting realtors to an event. So if you partner with a title company and get some kind of CE class or lunch and learn put together. Now you can dial and call to invite realtors to go to that event. So that's a little bit easier to get a yes than just cold calling to ask for a coffee meeting. Uh, so so combine some of those things as well as a good way uh, to, to meet real estate agents. Uh, and then the last way, now this, this is the best way to meet real estate agents. But this way is only effective if you're already doing a good volume of deals. And so it's Tuesday status updates. So every transaction that I have in process, I do status updates on Tuesdays. I um, update both realtors, the borrowers, and I get an email chain going with the title company and both agents to give them a status update of where we're at in the process of approving the buyer's loan. The reason that I do that is A, because it's a good system to keep everybody in the loop. The number one complaint you'll always hear about loan officers is not good communication. So if you program both agents and your client that you're going to be updating them every single Tuesday, and then you follow through and update them every single Tuesday, no matter what, you have to update every single Tuesday. It does not matter if you're on vacation or sick or whatever. You've got to have somebody help you get those updates out if you can't do it yourself. They have to go out every single Tuesday. If you do that, then you've got great consistency with communication and you are going to get an opportunity to have coffee with the listing agent on a lot of those transactions because most loan officers are not able to do consistent updates and clear communication. And so when you do, you're going to blow the socks off of the listing agent and they're more likely to say yes to having coffee with you than if you were to just cold call them out of the blue. So listing agents on existing transactions, when I look at the best re realtor referral relationships that I have, my longest standing relationships are almost all real estate agents who are a listing agent on a purchase transaction that I did. And so, you know, the transaction went well. At the end of the transaction, I called the, the listing agent and said, hey, really loved working with you, loved getting to know you. I would love to meet you for coffee and, and get to know you a little bit more. And the answer is yes. And then we have the meeting. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting referrals. So that's Tuesday status updates. 
that one you build into as you get more business going. Okay. So those are all of the ways that you can meet real estate agents. Now, the funnel that you need to have with all of these different methods is that you're trying to get to a one-on-one meeting, coffee, lunch, breakfast, happy hour. Could be dinner, but you know, dinner, you're generally not going to have dinner with somebody unless you already know them. Um, so coffee, lunch, breakfast, and that's always the goal is to then get that one-on-one meeting. So if I was meeting real, let's say I taught a lunch and learn, I'm going to teach the lunch and learn. I'm going to do my two minute commercial up front. I'm going to tell all the agents, Hey, if you get value out of this today, I'm going to be calling all of you. I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. Um, I'm always looking to make new relationships with realtors in the community and love the opportunity to grab a cup of coffee with you. So the day after the lunch and learn, it's got to be the next day. Don't wait multiple days because they're going to start to forget who you are. Call and ask for that one-on-one meeting. Okay. So that's the goal. When you're visiting open houses, you're in the open house for five to 10 minutes, no more, because if you talk to the real estate agent for 30 minutes in that open house, now you go to have coffee with them. You've kind of run out of things to talk about. So I like to keep it very brief in the open house and then call them the next day to ask for that coffee meeting. Or if you feel like it's going well in the open house, I just book that coffee meeting right there with them. Pull out your phone, look at your calendars and, and get it on the schedule. Okay. Um, so everything that we're doing with getting to know realtors is then trying to get that one-on-one meeting. So now you have the one-on-one meeting with the realtor. 80% of that meeting should be personal. Realtors and anyone else are going to refer people they know, like, and trust. It's just that simple. Like the real, the um, insurance agent that I refer, he does a great job and I like him. So I refer him. Yeah, and that's the reason that I refer him. I just, I think he's a good guy. He's done a great job for my clients. And so I want to refer him because of that. And so when you have a one-on-one meeting with a real estate agent or any other potential referral partner, 80% of it, 70% of it's got to be personal, getting to know them, let them get to know you. And now you're building that bond and building that trust and likability factor. Then the other 30% or 20% is business. So you're going to tell them about your process. You're going to tell them about what the experience would be like for their client if they worked with you. That's very important for them to know. Don't talk about all the products you have. Um, Realtors hear that all the time from loan officers. Pretty much every mortgage company has a bunch of good products. It's not really a big differentiator unless you have some sort of really super niche product that nobody else has. Um, I would, if you're a mortgage broker, talk about rates because mortgage brokers have the lowest rates in the marketplace. And I do think that's a value add. I also have no lender fees at my company, which is another value add because it would save realtors clients a thousand to fifteen hundred bucks every transaction and closing costs. So I think that's worth mentioning. Uh, but mostly we're talking about process and what the client is experience is like working with us. Okay. So 20 to 30 percent business. 70 to 80% personal in that meeting. And now you're, you're building a good connection with them before that meeting is over, get their birthday. So you can call them on their birthday and send them a, a treat and a card and get their address 
because you need their address to send them the treat and the card. Don't send it to their office. Most realtors don't go into their office very often. If you send it into their office, it's just going to end up sitting there and they won't see it for a couple of months. So always asking for the, the uh, birthday and the address in that one-on-one meeting. So we've got this funnel where we have different ways to meet realtors. Now we have the one-on-one meeting and then now we have them in our follow-up process. So what, what does that follow-up process look like? For me, what's been the best in terms of a balance between enough communication and not too much communication, because I think there, you can over communicate and over call realtors or anybody, you know, it gets annoying to get too many calls from someone and you don't want to become annoying to where now they don't want to work with you because they're annoyed because you call them so much. And that's, that's happened to me before with making too many calls. So I think that one call a month, one text message a month, and not like a mass spam text, like a one-on-one text, uh, one of each per month. So two direct communications a month through the phone is a good amount of phone contact. Then you have email contacts. So all of the realtor, all the realtors that I work with, I send out a rate sheet on Fridays. And that rate sheet, I record a video to give my real, t- real estate agents an update on what's happening in the marketplace. And so that video and a rate sheet goes out every single Friday. I never miss a Friday to let them know where we're at in the market. That goes out through BombBomb. It's a video email. And so it's not as inv- as invasive as like a phone call. Uh, and then I send out a what I call a letter of the heart to my client database every other month. And so the letter of the heart, I've started now sending to my realtor partners as well. So they can see what this letter looks like that I send to my clients. It's also something that they're getting in the mail versus email and phone. It goes out every other month, but I think it's a great marketing piece to use. It's, it's my best post-closing marketing piece for clients. And so by including your realtor partners on that, you can show them how that process works and they can see that and that helps them to get some ideas on what they can do for marketing. So, and then um, when we're calling and following up with our realtor partners or realtors that we're trying to get business from, you know, what do we talk about? And like, when you're calling, what do you say? And so I like to think of these phone calls in terms of four quadrants, okay? The top two quadrants, you could be calling to update them on any active leads that they've referred. The second quadrant would be calling to update them on any active applications or deals under contract. So like the Tuesday status updates I mentioned earlier, that would be a phone call for an update on what's happening in the transaction. Okay, so update on leads, update on active pre-approvals or transactions under contract. Third quadrant is an invitation to an event, to a happy hour, to a one-on-one uh, lunch or coffee, um, to any, any kind of activity that you can invite them to. And then quadrant number four would be at what I would term just a general term of a market update. So it would be sharing something that's happening regarding rates, sharing an industry change that is going to impact their clients and, and what they're eligible for with financing, sharing a new program that you've got access to that could help them serve more clients. Um, 
sharing with them a way that you strand, structured a transaction to help get someone into a home. So something specific that can help them close more deals. You got to think about that in the lens of being, being a realtor. If I'm getting a call from my lender, are they going to share something with me that's going to help me do more deals, right? What's in it for them? So those, those are the four quadrants that you would stick in, uh, stick within in terms of figuring out what to say. Don't just call to just be like, hey, how you doing? You know, unless you're really good friends with them, which over time as you work with realtors for a longer period of time, the ones that, that you have the best connection with are go going to become great friends. And a lot of the realtors that I do business with are like great friends of mine, some of my best friends. So um, that will happen over time. And when you get to that level, yeah, then you can just call them to see how things are going because they're your friend. Um, so that's the ultimate goal is to build that relationship and go deep on that relationship to where you then do become friends. Um, but never take that for granted because even once you get to that level, it's still business, right? So you've got to perform in terms of taking great care of their clients. You've got to perform with getting loans done on time, being accurate with your pre-approvals, being accurate with their clients so they're not upset. All of that still matters, and you never want to take that for granted when it's a real estate agent that you have a close relationship with. So, you know, without realtors, I mean, our business would be completely different. I'm beyond thankful for all of the relationships I have with so many talented realtors in the marketplace. I've, I've been very fortunate to get to know some amazing realtors, and I think so highly of them and enjoy working with them so much. So if you're a loan officer who's struggling to build a sustainable purchase-based business, focus on building realtor relationships, work on it, stay consistent with it, and it takes a long time. You know, I think after that first meeting, realistically, you're probably looking at 90 to 180 days until you're getting leads. Uh, because most of the time, every realtor is going that you meet with is already has at least a couple of preferred lenders. So what you're trying to do is get in as the backup lender. And when they give you a shot, you got to do a great job. And then if you do a great job, now you might get another referral. And then slowly it, you get higher up into the, into the chain of preferred lenders there. And then eventually if their primary lender makes a mistake, now all of a sudden you could be getting a lot more business. So, so that's, that's how I've approached it. Shoot me a DM, give me a call. Love to help you, help you or answer any questions that you have on, on how to build those relationships and, and keep that, that business moving forward and, and growing. And uh, you know, just stay at it. It's, it's not easy to do. It takes a lot of effort. But if you're consistent with it, you can build an unbelievable business working with realtors that can last you a lifetime. Take care. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I, I hope you enjoyed the show and got some valuable information out of it. I want to help to educate others and, and help people grow their business and build wealth. And I can only do that with referrals and your help getting the word out about this podcast. So if you come across someone you think could benefit from this, please share it with them. And if there's nobody who comes to mind, a five-star review would go a long way in, in helping me to, to grow this podcast and grow the brand. So appreciate your support.